to you got it welcome ladies welcome ladies and gentlemen to the two sweet podcast we are reviewing AEW Dynamite yes indeed AEW Dynamite and all of the fallout from NXT what really happened did the Wednesday Night Wars kill off NXT? We're going to jump into all of that. Uh, first, you can find us at linktr.ee slash 2 Pod. That's where all our listings are for this podcast on Twitter as well, at 2 Pod, And you can see all of our Twitter names if you're watching on YouTube as well. So first and foremost, uh, what should we hop into first? You know what I'm saying? NXT, okay. Okay, you got it, boss. You got it. Um, man, so I'm watching SmackDown last Friday, and it's a ton of releases that go down. And like at that point, nobody's watching SmackDown anymore. Everybody's just talking about all of the releases. And like five minutes later, we get the report from PW Insider. WWE is looking at a number of changes for NXT, completely changing changing the brand. It's from PW Insider, excuse me. Uh, they want to update NXT with a new logo, a focus on younger talent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> in a different format. Uh, Dave Meltzer also chimed in. He said they want younger, bigger talent that could eventually main event WrestleMania. And uh, he also closed with, he stated that the changes are the result of NXT losing its war with AEW. And he said that they want no more midgets. And no one starting in their 30s. Like, what is your thoughts on all of this chaos that is going on in NXT? Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, I, it's like the, the end of your old promo. I'm going to. Uh, Injected with a, with a lethal uh, lethal injection of a poison of or something like that. That's what he's doing. And like NXT was a thing. They were the first alternative to WWE. And I look at some of this stuff, man. Uh, when they say that they're looking to change it, like there's nothing that needs to be changed. And like uh, this whole report Vince and these guys are stuck in the 90s where the bigger larger than life guy was the guy in in your wrestling promotion and look man you gotta change with the times like the smaller athletic guy is in now and like uh, they have plenty of guys coming out of NXT that could be great the reason that most of them are not great is that they get to the main roster and they try to switch up who they are. So I, this report, man, like nothing's going to change to me. You mean to tell me, OK, if you start focusing on younger, bigger guys, when they get caught up to the main roster, that, that, that's going to change. Like you look at a lot of guys, whether they were small or big, once they get to the main roster, all hell breaks loose. The character gets changed. Something gets changed about the entrance. And then they're not the same. So I, I don't get this, man. Um, looking at it overall, what what really sent us down this path, in my opinion, is the Wednesday Night War. The Wednesday Night War sent us down this path because Vince was on this kick 
to eliminate AEW. And in the process, what he did was do more damage to NXT than he ever could have imagined. And now that NXT clearly lost out on the war, Vince feels like things need to change when NXT is just fine, man. And this is very sad to see. Like, NXT going out like this is, man, I, I used to love NXT, man. Loved it down to my heart. And it's just tough to see how, how it's all going down, man. Any, any other thoughts you got on this? Um, for for what it was and um you know going to live events and enjoying it right seeing the names really uh during smackdown sort of like broke my heart i was like what is happening right like is it real like these names um these names are building nxt and they should have stayed with them but it also goes to maybe this is all like if so this is doing well and bringing in a lot of money with this character and the cinematic way of presenting her. He's probably like, let's double down on what made us good in the beginning. Those larger life characters. Wow. And also to have like, well, I mean, uh, you know, firing Bray Wyatt was like one thing because he could be a cash cow along with um, uh, Alexa Bliss and all that. Right. But um, it's, it's a lot of different factors. Like when you release those guys into the into the indie wild, I'm gonna say, um, you sort of have people picking them up, giving them money, and I still go with that because TK has a large bank account. Yeah. Um, she's just sending it to them, be like, "Yo, TK, how many can you sign?" You said you that know, last week. I'm still gonna go with that where Vince is trying to bankrupt him from the inside out. Um, this is just a ploy, and then we could also think about it as if, like, maybe they're doing this, and then making it a freaking story angle, they're gonna bring them back. But I do believe that, um, if they go up to the main roster, you have, what, like, 50 guys in a writing room, and you can't write a fucking character to save life? <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at, man. Like, what realistically do they expect to change? And like, I, I just don't see where the change is coming from. When you, you, okay, say we, we we're going back to where NXT used to be, to where it was just like develop purely developmental and nothing else. Oh, let me get somebody else in here. I see a request. Oh, oh, oh Marie fell off. Okay, but. If you go back to where NXT was, like, I don't see purely the difference or what difference is going to be made uh, going forward. Um, so, go ahead. For me, the whole thing is just pointless. Not the war. It brought in writings. But the whole invite with Vince and Paul. Right. Like, I think in, in some strange of ways, I remember this report came out some, some time ago. I don't know if it was Mozart or whomever else. They said that Vince would play this game with Triple H to where Triple H would 
would bring these guys up and Vince would uh, play this game with them and hope that they would fail to prove that Triple H and NXT was wrong. And like, there, there is something there with Vince and Triple H because you can't tell me that Triple H is just on board with this, with all of this news, all of these recent uh, stories and whatnot. So there's something there with, with Vince and Triple H that I just don't get. Like, okay, NXT was this one thing, but like not a not a thing on the USA Network. Like, man, what are you doing? And I just think we're on the way to, to NXT being ECW, WWE, ECW, and that's that's very sad. That's very sad, man. Um, I wanted to jump in. Uh, I thought I picked the echo. Anyway, um, but um, to, to your point, you have to remember that Vince is so old school that I bet you back in the day, that's what they did as like the rub. To be like, yo, you know, let's joke on this kid and let's see if he can survive. And if he survives all the bullshit I throw at him, then, you know, he can make it on the main roster. Right. Right, I, I could definitely see that as well. And um, I just hope, man, okay, we got all these guys and girls in NXT currently, like star stars. And like, what's going to happen? Like, I don't want to say I'm intrigued, but I am. But uh, I'm intrigued with worry, <laughs> if that makes sense. I am intrigued with worry. Uh, so if there's any final thoughts or if there isn't any final thoughts on NXT, if you got anything, we'll move on to uh, some AEW. Index. Index. Oh, yeah, they are. Dexter Lewis. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they are back. Go ahead. You got it. But come on, come on, Johnny, <laughs> come on, Candice. I, 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 I found that whole thing to be pretty funny. That whole date and them getting caught, <laughs> and the cake getting oh, thrown in Loomis's face. Huh? Candice and John, Candice and Johnny, they need to work on their marriage. <laughs> I just mean on screen. I just mean on screen. Yeah. Off screen. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I found the whole thing to be pretty entertaining on uh, that 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 last most recent episode of NXT. But nevertheless, I guess we can move on to some AEW. Um. One more thing. Let's send our congratulations to. Johnny Gargano and Tim Parade for their little one on the way. Oh, wow. Big congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats on them being parents. That is awesome. That is awesome. A, a, a little Gargano on the way. <laughs> um, Where was I? Oh, AEW. AEW. Dante Martin. Mike and Matt Seidel versus the Elite opened up the show, and man, Dante Martin, freaking star, man. 
and I, I, I tweeted this out. Uh, I said, make the mistake. Don't make the mistake of thinking these young guys in AEW are close to their ceiling because imagine what they'll be in five to ten years. Like, imagine what Dante Martin is going to be in five to ten years if he's already great now. He stole the show in that match. What did you guys think of Dante Martin, Mike and Matt versus Steely? Him and siblings? I swear to God. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And his brother? Oh, yeah. They are they are stars, man. And who knows where they would go? AEW has so many tag teams to where, you know, some guys can kind of get lost in the shuffle. And when Dante Martin, you know, finally comes back, and it's like, whoa, man, that dude is ridiculous. That dude is ridiculous. Nevertheless, the ending kind of went a little long for me. Uh, nevertheless, the elite picks up the victory. And you know what? After that, out came Christian and, and the Jurassic Express. We went to commercial break, but uh, we come back and Christian, the, the title shot is official at All Out. It'll be Christian versus Omega. And at Rampage, it'll be Christian and Omega for the Impact title. Also, the it will be the Jungle Express versus the Bucks next week for the Tag Team Championships. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I don't understand it because this will be an Impact guy. Thank you. Kenny for the Impact Championship. I, I get it. I'm, I'm not kidding on Christian, but um, it's just the idea of. Why are we having AEW versus AEW for an Impact championship title <laughs> when it should be Impact trying to take the ball back home to the home turf? Like, the partnership, but it doesn't make sense. They have a whole guy back there in Impact, and he's just Christian for this one. I don't get it. Right. Like, and I, I tweeted this out afterwards. Ever since the Forbidden Door has been opened, there has outside of the Good Brothers, there hasn't been an Impact wrestler to show up on Dynamite or Dark. And this was what's up? Hogan. She's no longer in the company, though. Yeah. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. He showed up. Yep. When he falls Ah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm totally with you. Like, this was a perfect time. You save Christian and Omega for All Out. And you have an AEW, I mean, an Impact guy come out. You know, I want to take the boat home. Let's do it on the first episode of Rampage. That would have been perfect. That way you save Christian and Omega for All Out. Yeah, um, it better have been a four where uh, Christian is like, hey, guess what? They have an impact contract, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't swerve us. Don't swerve us. And uh, nevertheless, on that, Christian and Omega at All Out. Now, I've been on my Hangman page kick for however long now. He should be at 
all out. He should have the match. And you know, one of my follow, uh, mutuals, I forget who it was on Twitter, told me that you know Hangman's wife is pregnant, and that maybe that's the reason that they're pushing yeah. this off. And if that's the reason, then family first. You go, go, go. Take care of the missus. I will take care of the newborn. Family first. But if the reason is, you know what, Punk is gonna be there. Brian may be there. So let's. That that won't be Hangman's night. I gotta say, Steve Austin could show up, and that'll still be Hangman's night if Hangman was on the ropes at the end of the night with the belt. So. I'll, I'll I'll wait for it to play out. If family reasons is the reasons why Hangman is out, then I totally understand it. Ah, uh, what do you guys think about you know it not being Hangman at all out? Um, I'm still on the fence about it. Um, just because they waited so long to pick up the momentum again with the storytelling. Um, I would agree with you that um, you know if Austin could come back, um, you know it wouldn't be a problem like to have that type of um, like analytical look to it. But unfortunately, Heyman doesn't have that star power to quiet out the rest of the internet wrestling community that wants a Daniel Bryan, that wants a CM Punk. And I'm probably gonna say it on here, so if you get heat, bring it to me. Honestly, believe that the wrestling industry passed both of those guys up. They are both one-year wonders now, and they don't need to be in the business. Because I honestly don't know what kind of value they're going to give to the younger guys that are doing well on their own, and they have a lot more other coaches to look up to. That's just my thing. So if you get well, into that, just bring it over to me. Just pass me. I'll get the heat for it. I don't care. But it's the fact that, you know, this is supposed to be Hangman's night. Hangman's chasing um, his redemption because all of his friends burned him and all of his friends left him out to dry. Like, adding Christian into the mix doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't make sense until after Hangman got the, the belt. Right. But the fact that we're doing this now, it's like... You haven't built up a star to quiet out all those nostalgia people who can't get over the fact they have to like new wrestlers. And Heyman has been doing this for a while, and he's been in the same down in the dirt character. Right. He's just a bro. I don't need to talk about Punk and Daniel Bryan competing because I stopped. Heyman's broke. Well, I'll tell you this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Revenant. Holy crap. Understand everything, and it totally makes sense. Like I'm depressed. Yeah. I can also understand from a headman's point of view. Well, I, I'll I, go ahead. I <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Just to- yeah yeah i think that's where we're all at i mean i'll tell you this much marie i will disagree that daniel and cm punk wouldn't help out the younger roster i think they would uh uplift them to have those type of names in the ring however what i will say is this if not now for hangman what happens if we get to a point and Daniel Bryan is there, he's established. What happens if the crowd wants to see Daniel Bryan win the world title? 
we've been down that road and like if we get months down the wave and they're like okay let's do hangman now and it'll be good now and the crowd is yes yes yesing and the crowd wants daniel Bryan, then you got to give the crowd what they want so we're, we're kind of playing a dangerous game here with, with with hangman not winning the title at um all out which is true that you do have to give the fans what they want sometimes but if you give in and you have daniel bryan get the championship you failed hangman out of me you have the first sign for AEW. it's like no guys like you guys gotta wait your turn like it's hangman time whether or not you were going to win at, a- at all out he could win a full gear I just really want this story to have a completion uh, to when Hangman gets his redemption and the elite realize that they're shitty friends up until now. Yes, it needs to end. And let me explain that. Go ahead. I know what it's like to have shitty friends. I feel Don't worry. Don't we all? Sorry. Don't listen to what. That's what's important. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. And Yes, indeed. Always know your true friends, the real ones. Yes, indeed. Ones that stick by you side by side uh so we'll move on to the next match at hand and that was darby versus daniel garcia and i gotta say i saw these two coming down to the ringside and i was like oh this is gonna be a squash and it wasn't a squash daniel garcia looked really good in this one and this is a pretty decent match darby of course gets the win with the coffin drop one two three and he got the dub there. Sting and Darby cleared him out afterwards. What were you guys just thought to see here? Even though, even though my nephew is a Darby fan, congrats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swear to God. Darby and Sting tag titles you know what that'll be pretty cool i gotta say that'll be pretty <laughs> a, a, a short run like they don't have to have a long run but a short run with the tag titles i would buy that for a dollar i would buy that i'll buy that for five bucks <laughs> um darby gets the win Ah, uh, if there's no other thoughts, I'll move on. Alrighty, we will move on to Private Party. Uh, with Matt Hardy versus OC uh, Willer, uh, Chucky T, OC and Willer Yuta, excuse me, with Ch- Chucky T. And this was one match that man it was a lot of people coming down the ringside getting involved here um private party matt hardy picks up the victory and here's my thing with, with, with private party matt hardy 
like private party to me needs to disband from Matt Hardy because they just do not have the same momentum that they once did once they you know when they got initially into AEW so that's my take on private party and Matt Hardy what do you guys think about that match I'm gonna agree with you private party needs to break away from Matt Hardy it has not helped them um, they are my guys. They're from out here, from New York. Wow. So, like, I feel bad for them, man. I'm like, they had something going with, um, you know, it's a private party. Um, it's by invitation only. Like, that could have went pretty far. The red rope. Until they decided to maybe change and become heel or whatever you want to call it. But when it got over, and it was getting over. Um, and by the way, that match was um, WCW written all over it. <laughs> with all the people on the outside, interfering, beating up this guy. Yeah, WCW. Yeah, I got to agree on that one. The whole lot of chaos going on the ringside and in the ring. A little bit too much for my taste. Uh, if anybody has any thoughts, any final thoughts on that, uh... Resilient. What's up? Resilient. What what are your thoughts? Uh, she has a Oh yeah, I was going a little bit get out of the shower. Um that blending in with its friends. It has been like it's for me really great. And uh, well you're kind of breaking up resilient I think it's too much I think it's the echo well, it works okay well um, I guess we could uh, you were kind of breaking up just a little bit resilient I could hear you but I couldn't hear you but um, um, I guess we could move on to the next topic at hand. Uh, we are going to be getting Andrade versus Pack at all out. Like that is my goodness. Like I don't know if this is a first time match or not. But it's gonna be the first time I've ever seen it. Um. Match. Like yes, this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to. What do you guys think on that? It's gonna be interesting as hell. Yes, that is a candidate for match of the night, man. That that all out is just that. I've seen Andrade versus Ray. Oh yes, yes. The, the matches that they were having on SmackDown was just yes, Chef's kiss. Where is JP at? Yeah. Chemistry with Pack 2. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Very exciting. So, I, I, as we move on to Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander, you know, when these two came out, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. But nevertheless, as Marie pointed out on Twitter, that was like a two to three minute match. And Chris Statlander hits the area 451 and gets the dub. Man, that, that one, like, I thought that they would get a longer match out of that one, and really not much there. What do you guys think on that one? Um, 
I wasn't oh, expecting it to have a clean finish. I, th- I think that's what threw me off. Because it was a clean finish, I was like, that felt like two minutes. Yeah. And it was very surprising. And upset for the clean finish. Right. Right, I thought I thought that you know what they they would uh, protect Nala in that one too, or protect whomever lost in that one as well. Uh, so yeah, very surprised finish. I mean, even um, the announcers seemed surprised whenever uh, uh, the finish went down, the three count went down. So um, Chris Statlander picks up the victory, and if there's no final thoughts on that one, we can move on. All right, we'll move on to Britt Baker. We were in Britsburg last night, and Britt Baker comes down, and, and just the crowd is just all over. We got the terrible towels waving around, and it was just they, they panned out, camera panned out. Britt is in the middle of the ring. The terrible towels are just waving everywhere. It was a tremendous visual, and uh, Britt Baker ran down and like she she's at this point uh she's the crowd is turning her into a face i don't care how much they want to label Brit as a heel the crowd is just cheering her and late turning her into a face what do you guys think about Britt baker's promo on red velvet let me say this holy shit <laughs> holy fucking shit <laughs> Great fucking break. Great fucking breaker. Kind of breaking up. There's some that echo too. What's up? There's an echo. Uh, okay, I can hear you guys now. Thank you. Okay. Yes, man. Like, yeah, in a good way. In a good way. And yeah, I kind of tell you, I thought she was gonna do the heel thing and run down the crowd for a little bit, but but they didn't. I'm glad they didn't go that way. Um. Nevertheless, I gotta say that uh, Red Velvet, they've kind of positioned her as the person to get booed. I guess I can say I would have rather them have a heel instead of Red Velvet. Nevertheless, crowd's all over Britt Baker. Pittsburgh was all over Britt Baker. Um, I want to mention quickly, that's what happens when you try to build your women's division again, when you don't really build it, and you have most of the women on dark doing um, stories that should be on Dynamite um, and other people should go to Dark which I think you know what your next topic is going to be and I'll leave it for that but then again you don't I, I mean the women's division is not it's good it's just that you don't think about things right um, and yeah yeah Red Velvet you positioned there to get booed, so you might as well. Let, yeah, I agree with that. You, get, you might as well get a heel in there if somebody's going to get booed. Nevertheless, um, as we move on here, the Good Brothers versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. 
And this was for the Impact Tag Team Championships. It was a very nice touch to have Scott Demore on commentary as the Impact titles are being defended. Uh, yeah. Always love him. Even in TK. Even in Team Canada. Yes, I love the dude in Team Canada. I was a big TNA fan. Loved him in Team Canada. Nevertheless, uh, this match here was pretty decent. Uh, I liked the match. Uh, the, the near falls that Evil Uno and Stu Grayson had was pretty decent. We got a distraction finish at the end. The brothers pick up the win. What did you guys think? Um, I was going to say that the, ring, the in-ring psychology was all off. <laughs> I was <laughs> Yeah, the Jordan Grace come over like we got the Neil Dashwood man we got some money matches and, 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 money. everybody loves money yes people like throwing money right if it makes dollars it makes sense and that makes dollars sense <laughs> yes that makes sense um distraction is I I I loathe distraction finishes but the brothers pick up the victory Ah. Uh, Wait, you do? Why do you like the striker finisher? No, no, I said I loathe. I hate him. I hate him. Oh, you hate him? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Wait, that's interesting. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no. Like, you want to get on this? <laughs> so, if, if there's any, uh, any other uh, final thoughts on Good Brothers Evil Uno, I'll move on. If not, um, I kind of, I kind of wish that there was like some sort of invasion, like uh, at the end, like uh, a Austin, Madman Fulton, or someone, you know, to make it more interesting. But anyways. Yes, I would have to agree with that. I, I think like the forbidden door is open, but there's so much more that 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 could be had. Um, we're doing a forbidden door that we haven't addressed yet. I haven't even uh, gone down the road of yet. Nevertheless, as we move on, we have the QT uh, Marshall apology in quotes there. Uh, nevertheless, it wasn't an apology. QT Marshall was just there to beat up poor Tony Schiavone's son. And they put the beat down on him. QT hits the diamond cutter. 
And out comes the big, excuse me, Paul White, no longer the big choke, sorry. Paul White comes on, he choke slams Aaron Solo. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Oh, uh, back and forth. In a while. What's that? First match in a while. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> so it's looking like uh, if if we get Paul White versus Aaron Solo or whomever, who what would you guys think about that? Solo. No. <laughs> I I need that to be on dark. Like it needs to be on dark. We could have used that time for maybe a knockout segment, maybe another woman segment, maybe another angle segment. No one cares about QT on their TV. That's not right for no reason. QT on their TV. Yeah, poor um, you don't know it. Yeah, I gotta, I mean, I gotta agree. Like, doesn't feel like we're going anywhere substantial with that. Like, there's the big show, and He's out to choke slam somebody and then we move on to commercial. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all of AEW's roster is the one that I'm less interested in. It's maybe QT Marshall. I mean, I don't care. I don't want him on my TV either. Yes, I got to agree with that. Uh, so, as we move on to the final match of the night, the labors of Jericho. <laughs> And um, we got down to, you know, what, what is the reason why they call it the Five Labors of Jericho? You know, maybe he's giving birth. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jericho versus Wardlow. And if, if, if am I remembering this wrong or what? Was MJF supposed to be the guest referee? Yeah. 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 Like, what the heck happened? on that one would be man that is like they forgot the stipulation or whatnot i guess nevertheless it's jericho it's world low uh we got a decent match mdf got kicked out uh trying to pass off the ring to Wardlow. jericho wins and post-match sammy Guevara tried to make make the save he got beat down for his troubles and we come up to find out that it's going to be mjf it's going to be jericho and the last stipulation is that jericho cannot use the judas effect and he will come down to no music the crowd cannot sing along what do you guys think I tell you what I think is going to happen. The crowd is just going to sing it. I think the crowd is just going to say, screw it, we're going to sing it a cappella. That would the crowd is gonna somebody's gonna start it and then the crowd is just gonna catch on one by one yes indeed i gotta say that the not being able to use the judas effect i thought that, that was a i don't know if i can say weak stipulation but i was looking for a little bit more out of out of out of, out of the last stipulation nevertheless oh go ahead um, obviously 
saying MJF has not seen the greatest promo that Chris Jericho did in WCW. He is the man of a thousand and one homes. <laughs> he could do the arm bar. He could do the arm drag. Yes, indeed. He got he has arm bar. Yes, he has them all. Man of a thousand and four. Man of a thousand and four. Nevertheless, oh, excuse me, a man of a thousand and four. Yes, thousand and four. Thousand and four holes. <laughs> Don't short them. Um, who should win the match next week? Is it Jericho? Is it MJF? Jericho. Uh, Jericho. Story wise, Jericho because he's been giving birth to all of his wins. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> for, for business-wise, uh, MJF, because I can see Jericho taking some time off, because he needs some time off. He um, is still going to be there. So business-wise, MJF wins. Story-wise, Jericho wins. I have got to agree with that. Um, well, I'm gonna go with MJF. I'm not, when it comes to to a, a very young guy and a very old guy, I'm gonna always pull for the very young guy to, 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 to win the match. Even though, you know, MJF has been torturing the dude. Like you say, story wise, Jericho should win. But I'll be pulling for MJF. Oh hell yeah! Yes, indeed. I mean, for, for a lot of reasons, it, it makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I got to agree with that. So that is it. Not and the... we also have. Go ahead. What's that? We have our enemy corner as well. Uh, next week on that one. Next week on that one. I still have to catch up on the, the latest one. Ah, getting this into your eternity. Into your eternity. I got to watch episode two. And also Demon Slayer. What's that? And also Demon Slayer. Yes, yes, that as well. That as well. So just, just, just keep me updated. I definitely will. I definitely will. We made it through an episode. And there's no JP to trash Ray Mysterio. And this feels kind of weird. <laughs> you still need to look. Still need to look for what? For one good match. Yeah. For one good match of Rey Mysterio. I have to find a, a match that's different from the, all the other Rey Mysterio matches. I guess we'll get to that next week. But, uh... Huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. I'll get in touch with him. You're gonna get your wish. <laughs> I'm sure he's jumping for joy somewhere. But nevertheless, that is it. That is the AEW review. We've discussed NXT as well. We will be back next Thursday. Next Thursday. And we'll see how it goes down on Rampage as well. We'll be talking about that as well. That is it, guys. I shall see you guys next week. All right. See you next week. Thank you. See you. All right. Thank you, guys. Enjoy Rampage. Yes, indeed. And Triple Mania and Resurgence. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Will do. Thank you, guys.